Regardless of what we see or listen to or watch every single day right now, in the midst of this crisis, hope is alive because hope has a name, and that name is Jesus. Now, I'm not talking rah-rah, you know, sort of uh, all this sort of superfluous, uh, God's got it, don't worry about anything. No, I think we have to be wise, not foolish. I watched uh, yesterday uh, some of the reports on television for a few minutes. Don't get too much of it. And then I got on a phone call with the White House. I was one of 250 faith leaders across the United States, and they gave us a report. I was really impressed with the depth of their knowledge. It was uh, Vice President Pence's team and, and their and their grasp of everything and what they knew they didn't have and what they did have. And the fact that hard surfaces like Formica are dangerous, but cardboard can't carry the disease. Little things that I had never thought about. Then I was reading about Vietnam and their, uh, the way that they went after the virus and the way they've defeated it by and large. And out of all of that, the thing that hit me most was this. The response that seemed to work was a response that was based in community. I'll talk about that today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. This is the Brave Men podcast. A special edition. We're uh, recording this during some of the coronavirus uh, um, times. So depending on when you're listening to this, if it's 2027 and you're listening to this, it's like going back in time to see. Yeah, what but the content like. is great. Content's amazing. Content's amazing. Great. I'm here. I'm Brian Boyd, and I'm here with Paul Cole. Paul is the the chairman of Christian Men's Network, CMN.men. And I, I always forget to do this to the end, but let's do it now. Paul, if fo- someone wants to reach out to you, they can email mm-hmm. you, Paul yeah, at sure cmn.men. Paul yeah, it comes, CMN. comes direct to me and uh, our team, Paul at cmn.men. Yeah. Also at cmn.men, yeah. we've got a number of tools and and resources available. We're doing a, we do. a weekly, uh, weekly live uh, YouTube feed going through the book, Strong Men in Tough Times. If you're listening to this in 2027, it means we got through 2020. Yay. <laughs> you're in your hover car. Yeah, but we're hover car right. listening to this hover uh, podcast. Yeah. But we are going to get through it. And here's what's going yeah. to do it. Jesus, here's here's the key. Here's the key. I, I saw this. My goodness, I could not believe it. Because we've talked about this, you and I, Brian. We talked about the suicide rates of men between 50, 48 and, and 65. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how the states that that uh, celebrated rugged individualism actually had higher suicide rates among men at that age. Because Jesus never taught rugged individualism. He taught community. Always, over and over and over. It was about brotherhood, love, community, spending time together. I mean, think about it. Jesus, we see... In the, in the Gospels, we see the life of Christ on about a 28 to 45-day window. That's all that's in there, 28 to 45 days of his entire life, 28 to 45 days, including the little thing when he was 12, he was born, all that, 28 to 45 days of his entire life. That's all we see. And 
in that, think about how many times he was with friends. Think about how many times he was with somebody else in community. He was almost never by himself. Even when he prayed, it says that he took some guys to pray with him. Mm, wow. And the thing that struck me when I read this article about Vietnam's response to COVID, because when I, you know, I landed in Vietnam on February the 10th. And when I landed in Vietnam, there was a, a team in hazmat suits that met me. They had a little handgun thermometer, took my temperature. If I had, if I had tested with a fever, anything over 98.7, my normal, and the, in fact, the global normal now is 97.9. And if I, had, if I had had that, they would have put me over the side. They had a test kit that in 80 minutes would have told, said negative or positive. Positive, they would put me aside and then do a one-day intensive on me. And then if I'm still positive, 14 days, and actually a very nice setting that they had set aside with food and everything else we needed, Wi-Fi, the whole nine yards. And uh, there was a number of people, uh, a few hundred people. So now Vietnam has, has done such a great job. Here's, here's the key. Here's the key. The article was this. The article said the difference between the United States and Vietnam is that Vietnam uh, valued community. Vietnam valued community, whereas the United States values individualism. So here, here's where that works out. In community, if my neighbor, okay, so a person in Vietnam, my neighbor gets uh, COVID-19, then in community, they tell the whole community. In other words, they, they say, okay, your neighbor, all you guys are quarantined. This little neighborhood I'm in with right. 28 little houses. Yeah. And uh, they say, okay, everybody here, because Paul got it, you're all quarantined, and we're all going to test all of you, and then we're going to bring you food, and we're going to put military at each end of the street so nobody can come in, nobody leave. But it's community. So, But in individualism, we go, okay, well, this is a private thing. So if somebody where I live in the Dallas area, if somebody gets COVID-19, None of their neighbors find out. None of them are told unless that person tells them. They even say, well, somebody got it, but we can't tell you who or where they live. Well, how does that help me? So, so the thing is, it comes back to community, the book of Acts. And, and this is where I want to say hope is alive. And let me put it this way. Hope comes from the Lord, but it is delivered by people. Hope comes from the Lord, but it is delivered by people. Mm -hmm. In other words, the communion of the community, the sharing, the exchanging of thoughts, ideas, feelings uh, on a spiritual level, you know, the love of God, the fellowship we have with Christ, the communion of the saints, all of that, our words, our actions, our love towards each other, all of that is what builds hope in us. So God gives us hope. But it's delivered to my life, Brian, by people. Hope is alive. Hope has a name. That name is Jesus. But the way Jesus gets to people is because of, well, we were called to be, we were called to be witnesses. In the original Greek language, the witnesses means a carrier of something, like a waiter. And so a witness means I carry Christ to people who need him. 
Brian, that's why I love what's what's going on right now with all the services that are online. It's like my son Brandon said, who pastors C3 Fort Worth. He said, because we cancel a service doesn't mean we canceled the church. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> he said, in fact, they have a phrase at C3 Fort Worth, and, and they put it on shirts at one point, and it just was this, we be church. Wow. We be church. We are the church. Mm-hmm. And so wherever we are, loving people, uh, helping people. Brian, it's yeah. been amazing to see what people have done in this. So I want to go through yeah. hope is alive. Hope is alive and it's found in, in each other community was communion. We talk about communion and we act as if it's a, not just, you know, it's the, the bread and the wine, you know, grape juice. Um, it's, it's those things, crackers and grape juice, bread and wine. Like it's a ceremony, like communion is just that one thing. But communion, that's actually just a celebration of the Last Supper with Christ. Paul told us how that went down. Jesus told him. And communion, though, isn't just that moment. It's everything that surrounded that moment. They had meals together. They had all these things in common. We may not be able to have a meal together, but we can get on Skype or FaceTime or the phone. Right, together sure. you know yeah. we can we can send things to each other i sent something to someone the other day on an amazon delivery put in their address typed in the stuff i knew they needed bam it was there two days later toilet paper yeah well you can't get that on amazon All right. <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to learn some uh, new first world uh, methods on some things yeah. You know, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Listen to this. How many times did Jesus do miracles in the synagogue? Think about it with me. Just think about it with me, Brian. Where were most of the miracles of Jesus? They were in people's homes. They were Mm -hmm. on the street. They were at the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's right. Which means if I'm on the phone with somebody, come on. Unbound by space or time, I can pray over someone and there can be healing in that home because it's not based on proximity. It's based on presence. Oh, man, I got to write that down. That's good. It's not based on proximity. It's based on presence because he's there. He's there. I can't tell you how many people I've met in my life, Brian, who became followers of Jesus Christ watching a television program. I met a man who's one of the top composers in the United States who got saved watching Ben Kinchlow on the 700 Club doing a special called, oh, it was a prison thing. It was a locked up or locked in or, uh-huh. and it was, a, you know, and so he does his call to come to Christ. And this guy, tough, uh, young musician in California got on his knees in front of a television, accepted Christ. That's a spiritual miracle. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a spiritual miracle. That same miracle can happen on the day of Pentecost. Here's what it is. It's called the Numa and the Ruach. The Numa of God is the breath of God in our bodies. When, when God breathed into Adam, he breathed Numa, his presence. The Ruach, or the breath of God spiritually, is his presence. 
So in the, on in Acts two, when it says when Pentecost was being fulfilled and they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind, it doesn't say there was a huge wind. Most of us think of this like swirling tornado. Yeah, but, I've always pictured that. No, it doesn't yeah. say that. It says they heard the sound of a wind, and it says the roar of the wind was so overpowering. It was all they could stand. In other words, they couldn't stand because the roar, the sound, the violent blast. In other words, that was the Ruach. It wasn't just pneuma, breath. It was the Ruach, the breath of God, spiritually. And that's what filled their lives. It was, it's the breath of God at creation. When he created everything that exists, his presence, his spirit. The breath of God says the spirit of God, the Ruach, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the chaos, right? Where was it? What was the earth? The earth was um, dark, uh, deadly, bad mm -hmm. stuff happening, right? Where yeah. was the Spirit of God? In the void, in the darkness, in the worst moment of the creation of the earth, where was the Spirit of God? This, I don't do a quick trick question, Brian. So you could, <laughs> you could actually answer that one. <laughs> Go ahead. You're good. <laughs> Where was the, what was it say? Where was the spirit of God when the earth was out without form and void? There was darkness on the face of the earth, and the spirit of God, it says, was hovering over the darkness. Brian, at your darkest, worst moment, the Holy Spirit is hovering right there with you. Mm. And then, bam, one word, James 5, 8. If we move towards God, he runs towards us. And at the moment God spoke, let there be light, bam, the Holy Spirit moved into action. And now watch this. So Ezekiel, Ezekiel, okay, says he was, he was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones, right? So follow me with this Ruach, the breath of God. There's chaos. The Spirit of God's right there. Um, hope comes from community, comes from us. All right, see all those little elements? And then hope is alive. Hope is Jesus. Now, here's the picture of it. Ezekiel. So it's a, he says, Ezekiel chapter 37. says, I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. Okay? He led me all around the bones, valley floor, blah, blah, blah. Scattered. Most of us know this. You, <laughs> you know, every time I do that, Brian, I feel like uh, that, that Joe Biden clip. Remember, what was it? Was he trying to do the Declaration of Independence? And we knew all these truths to be self-evident. And like any of us who were speakers, he blanked on it for a moment. And he sure. goes, yeah. and then uh, all evident, uh, you know what it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I right. thought, oh man, we've all done that. All done and, that. Uh, but anyway, so the rest of this is uh, God asked him, he showed him his bones, can these bones live? And and Ezekiel looks at God, you know, says to God, you know, I don't know, you know. And then God told Ezekiel, well, speak a prophetic message to the bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. So he spoke over them. He said, watch this, so, verse 7. So I spoke this message. Suddenly as I spoke, these bones begin to attach themselves and become have muscles and flesh and skin, but they didn't have breath. So who spoke? Again, not a trick question. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. So who's Ezekiel? He's a man. Yeah. A man spoke. 
bam, watch this. A man spoke and the Ruach, the presence of God, began to bring things together. Who spoke? A man spoke. Man, yeah. Filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with his presence. That's us. We are carriers of hope. The hope of God dwells in us. Over and over, the Jesus taught us in the community of believers, there is hope because my presence is there. There's hope. Now watch this. He says, I spoke. Who spoke? The man spoke. Suddenly as I spoke, they came together. And then God says to him, well, speak again and speak breath. And the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. And in verse 10, Ezekiel says, so I spoke. Who spoke? Man. Yeah. Ezekiel. A man spoke and breath came and life came. And and Mm. so basically God's teaching us in that story. Because here's what it says, verse 11. These bones represent the people of Israel. They're saying we've become old, dry bones and all hope is gone. When we become dry, when we become brittle, when we tend to look at the stuff around us, we get absorbed and obsessed with the negative news. All hope is gone. And then God says, but you speak. And when you speak, verse 14, I will put my spirit in every person and you will live again and return to your land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will open the graves of the exiles. I'll bring you back. A man spoke life. See, here's the deal. It's like that, that Goliath guy. You know that story, David and Goliath? You know, the big guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, he's yelling curses at Israel all day. Right. Right, so it's 40 days and 40 nights. What does he do? He comes out every morning, every night, and it says he cursed them. You know, here's the deal, Brian. He didn't F-bomb them. He didn't come out there and, and swear at them. He cursed them. What he was saying is, you're defeated. You guys are no good. You'll never make it. This will never happen. Every negative thought you've ever had is going to come to pass. It's it, You're not going to make it. You're not going to have enough money. You're going to lose all your jobs. The economy is going to go to hell. That's what Goliath was saying. And David said, I trust the word of the Lord. I trust God. And he said, this day, by the power of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, He said, I speak. And what did he speak? He spoke hope. He spoke hope. And Brian, it's up to you, me, and every single one of my friends and and our friends that are listening right now to this podcast to speak hope. I'm not talking rah, rah. Hey, it's all going to be good. You know, Uh, this happened for a purpose. Everything happens for a reason. Dude, I'm telling you, man, that whole everything happens for a reason thing. That's not right. Sometimes a nail that's in your tire is just a nail. In your tire. Yeah. It didn't happen. You know, God's not teaching me a lesson because I got a nail in my tire and got a flat tire. Uh, Well, here's the lesson, son. You should have been five minutes earlier on the freeway or whatever. Come on, give me a break, man. Everything doesn't happen for a reason, but purpose can happen out of everything that happens. That's the chaos and the darkness of the earth. Bam, God spoke and it happened. So the enemy speaks fear to you and me all day long. We need to speak hope. In fact, we need to fill our hearts with hope, Brian. And I know you do this, and and I do the same thing. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading books. I'm speaking to friends. And God is our hope. 
and the spirit of hope is delivered by people. Hope is alive. Hope has a name. That name is Jesus. And so we have to pray over people who are in the cave. Jesus had a friend named Lazarus. You remember this guy? Jesus had a friend. In fact, he was such a close friend that he didn't make him a disciple. In other words, he had to have somebody he could decompress with. That was Lazarus. So this guy dies. Martha and Mary's two sisters send word, hey, the man you love is dead. He's in a cave in the, in the side of the hill. He's buried. He's in a dark cave. And Jesus shows up. And when Jesus showed up, everything changed. And then Jesus spoke, and he spoke life, spoke hope. Lazarus came out of the cave. Brian, there are some of our friends that are in dark caves. There are some of our friends who are anxious and stressed. We need to speak, speak the breath of life, fresh air, fresh air. Romans 15, 13, I'll finish with this. See, navigating life with hope happens with friends. Community, Romans 15, 13. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. That was written from a prison cell in the darkness and depth of a Roman prison. Paul said, may you radiate with hope. I think it's easy as we go through tough times like this, Paul, to, to forget, I'm, I'm guilty of this, forget the word that the Lord wrote, what the Lord said. Mm. And that these are ingrained. We, we, we have hope. We, we have hope. We know who to trust. Yeah. And, uh, so, so if, if, uh, if you wake up one day and, and you and you watch the news and it's, something's not positive, you know, go back to Romans 15, 13 yeah. and, and read that one more time. Um, yeah. Hope is alive. Hope has a name and hope's name is Jesus. Here's the thing. We're not, we're not in denial. We're not going to be foolish. We're going to be wise. We're going to wash our hands. When I was on the phone call yesterday with the White House, the, one of the uh, Vice President Pence's team said, I probably wash my hands with soap. And what do we sing, the birthday song or something like that? Isn't that the, yeah, supposed to sing a song? Yeah, I noticed a, a lot of things online where people have got some great uh, other songs to sing. You know, I, I just, uh, I sing a Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. And so, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's, I never would have heard that. Yeah. Never would have, heard that. Never would have thought of that. Well, I'm just trying to help you out. But he said, uh, she said, this, this woman on Pence's team says she washes her hands 30 times a day. And, uh, you know, that's just smart, man. It's just smart. But she's, she was not negative. She was not down. She was not hopeless. She was filled sure, with hope. She's a follower of Christ. Yeah. Most of his staff is. Yeah. And, and there, she said the prayer meetings are incredible. Most of them are virtual or they're social distancing, all that kind of that's stuff. amazing. You know, I don't think so when it, you, when you sing sharp dressed man, do you spin the soap bottle around in your hands? Like ZZ top does with the guitar, <laughs> with the guitars, yeah. you spin it around. I this has been that. the brave man podcast with Paul Cole. And on that note, uh, we invite you to, uh, uh, visit cmn.men for more resources, cmn.men or, 
you know, please give Paul a note, write him a note. Uh, email is the best way. Paul at cmn.men. Paul, P-A-U-L at cmn.men. Uh, as always, we really do appreciate our subscribers and listeners. Uh, this podcast is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and other places that great podcasts can be listened to. So please tell a friend, and we encourage you to share this. If this touched you, uh, just copy the link, send it as an SMS, and, and let someone else know. Uh, Paul, thank you again for, for uh, this message of hope today. Hope is alive. That's great. Thank you so much, and thank you for tuning in to Brave Men Podcast. We'll see you next time. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men. <laughs>